Hello, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Horror Movie Talk, where we don't really talk about horror movies um, unless you guys do first. Um, this is a this is a whores only um, voice <laughs> line episode that we're just going to be pl- we have a huge backlog of voicemails that we haven't gotten to and we want to make sure that y'all get um your moment in the sun you know your 15 minutes of fame um all you little people out there need a voice occasionally and even if it's on um horror movie talk we're gonna make it happen so um, i like the idea of calling it whores only episode whores only whores um yeah we're just like we're just i will suck your dick i will suck your dick i will suck your fucking dick i will do it just join my team i'll suck your dick dick you can fuck me or get fucked by me you can watch me fuck something just put something in the room and i'll fuck it for you come on just tell me what you want me to fuck jesus christ mcgruber just tell me what you want me to fuck that's right it's good stuff. Uh, it's, uh, that's what this show is. So without further ado, do thank you everyone for calling in to 682-253-4468. And uh, here are thick ropey loads of backed up voicemails. So here you go. Hey, Bryson, David. This is Miles from Illinois. I'm a big fan of the show. And if I had to guess, I'm probably one of your youngest listeners. I'm 16 years old. You guys, this podcast is always my go-to when I'm bored in class and just don't really want to pay attention anymore. I was wondering if you guys have seen Oculus and what your thoughts on it are. It's one of the only horror movies that has truly scared me. Anyways, have a good day, and I'm Team Bat all the way. Hell yeah, Team Bat, motherfucker. What do you think about that, Bryce? I'm sure, you know, it's a valid choice. I I don't begrudge you, but, um, you know, you will definitely be murdered quicker than someone with a spear. Ah, I don't think so. I don't think so. <clears throat> no, I think he is probably one of our youngest listeners. Um, yeah. Andrew from Illinois. Was that was his name Andrew? It was Miles. Sorry. Miles from Illinois. Hey, Bryson David. This is Miles from Illinois. Miles. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've seen Oculus. That was another Mike Flanagan movie. That's probably the first like big theatrical Mike Flanagan movie. Um. It's not as memorable as the other ones that I've no. seen of his, but it's it's good quality. Um, I think a lot of people love it. Just didn't I honestly can't remember much about it. It wasn't yeah, super I remember, notable for me. I remember there being a mirror, right? Yeah, there was a mirror and <clears throat> it's kind of a tragic ending, I guess. Um Yeah. I don't I don't think it's a good idea to listen to podcasts when you're bored in class, Miles, though. You should really use that time to to study and, you know, improve yourself. Yeah, I'd say fuck school, dude. Fuck school, drop out, you know, do what you love. Go go out there and actually improve yourself. You know, find something you're passionate about. I don't care if it's cleaning drains. Uh, there's something out there for everybody and you can do cool shit without going to fucking school. Listen, a man talk at you. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. Please, we need money. Hey guys, this is Sarah from good old Salt Lake City. Uh bless you both, love you. You dirty horse. You're amazing. Anyways, um <laughs> I I hope this voicemail gets through because I have called in before, but I was very drunk and flustered and nervous to even be on the great horror movie talk voicemail. Um, and I don't think before we go on with this, did you notice that miles was reading his voicemail? Hey, don't do that to miles. Of course I noticed. I think, I think I forgot to mention that it was kind of adorable. Like I feel like don't call him adorable. He's a 16 year old boy. He's a badass. Um, he's shaming Miles. It reminds me of like old um, Jim Rome episodes where you're basically anytime you left a voicemail, you're auditioning basically to be be on air. Like, and now you're cutting into respect the care. Anyway, now you're cutting into Sarah's call to to listen to Sarah. My phone was working. I discovered the next day, and I anxiously waited for my voicemail and. was like, yeah, shit, I think my phone was definitely broken. So 
take two. Here we go. But I have something new for you guys this time. Um, <laughs> so on the ring after pod, uh, I believe David was talking about moving and getting the Mormons to help them move and part. It was kind of like, well, you know, if they're they're helping you move, will they change your grandma's diaper too? You know, like what, where's the line drawn? And I fucking love that because <laughs> I was recently on a family vacation, and my dad brought up a apparently uh, repressed memory of mine. Um, I grew up Mormon, and my mom is a nurse. She has been my whole life, basically. So naturally, ward members would call her up like, hey, you know, I don't really want to go to the doctor for this. Can you take a look for me real quick, just minor stuff? And I guess um, at some point, this lady, I used to babysit her kids. Um, my dad was gone at work late at night, and uh, she called my mom and said, hey, my He got hit really bad, like, between the legs. And he, we don't know if he should go to an emergency room or not. Like, he doesn't have insurance. Can you take a look at it? My mom's like, oh, hell yeah. Come on over. Not really hell yeah, you know. Heck yeah. And so she brings over her brother who drops trow in my parents' bedroom. My mom's just like, yeah, whatever, man. Checking out this guy's extremely messed up balls in my parents' bedroom, and I just happened to walk in. And I don't think my mom even noticed me. Uh, the guy maybe did, and I'm sure he was kind of like, oh, didn't think uh, to say anything at first. I shut the door very promptly and went to call my dad and called my dad and said, there's a guy in your bedroom with no pants with mom. And I didn't think to mention the woman I babysit for was there either. That would have been a interesting developments as well, but there's my little story. Hope it didn't take too long. I love you both very, very much. Uh, David, best luck in being an island boy. Love you, Sarah. Wow. Now that's a story. That is a story. Holy <laughs> shit. It had everything. That had everything. It had debauchery. It had cheating on her dad. Well, I love that her first exposure to balls is just like a a bloody mess of of flesh. It's like, yeah, that that's, must be what all guys look like. That's probably how all girls should be first exposed <laughs> to balls because that's going to make normal balls seem so much more appealing, you know? <laughs> make them be real rough the first time yeah. and then all the other times are like, "Oh, this is easy peasy." <laughs> Cuz they're not fun to look at anyway, you know. Yeah. You ever shoved your balls inside uh, someone else's orifice? No, I can't say I have. You can put them in your own butthole too if you can if you get the elasticity going. You know? Yeah, I don't. I don't have that long of balls. Well, you got to work on it. It's not. It's a skill. Hmm. Next call. Okay. Hello there, fellas. It's uh, English Luke. So, uh, just catching up with a couple of the episodes. All very good stuff, obviously. Uh, and how well my last story went down, I thought, as Bryce said, uh, what really hits him is a bit of uh, bull trauma. So I've got another little story for you. We got a theme going. When I was a young man, I used to play a bit of rugby. And, uh, you know, rugby's like, it's a bit of rough and tumble. And anyway, I uh, got, a, got a hit to the nads, and I ended up with something called testlia torsion. Now, if you're not familiar with that, you're... Your nuts, basically, each one is attached to three cords in your sack. And what happened to me was those cords all got twisted about. Wait, Didn't really notice he... anything for Wait. a while, so it wasn't until I got home that I was in. Ex what did he say? So there's a thing called testicular torsion. And no, yes, he... I know what torsion is. Yeah, I... but what did he say? That his one of his testicles got the torsion. the cords got tangled all up, so it got. Testicular torsion. Excruciating pain. Uh, may have blanked out a little bit. Got taken up to the hospital where I uh, collapsed in the car park. And we got into got into there. Bad to get into surgery. And the doctor, as I'm going under, 
they're like, right, we'll, we'll do the best we can, depending how far along it is. We, we can try and save the ball and twist it, or we may have to get rid of it altogether. So that's a that's a good thing to pass out to. Ugh. So uh, I came to, woke up. Everything's good. Everything's okay. Still got my ball. Cool. I may have gone back to play rugby a little bit too early. On the rugby shoes, we have things called blades. They're not actually blades, but they're like blade-shaped bits of rubber or whatever on the bottom of the shoe. I was on the floor. Got my ball bag raked by someone's shoe. And they uh, tore open my nut sack. What did um, do? So, yeah. There's that. So, thank you for the for the podcast, guys. You For about an hour or so a week, I get to forget about my mutilated genitals. Love you, bye. Uh, what did we do to deserve uh, this? What? Jesus Christ. Bryce, why did oh. we have two calls about ball? Oh. In a row. Oh. Oh. This Ooh. is... Wow. This... I'm not lying. It, it, uh... This is what gets me. Yeah, I'm I'm right <laughs> there with you. Dude, oh, yeah, they should make a movie. Like balls. Like, I... It's it's a... Deep. It's I've like... i asked people in the medical field, like, what the sensation is that I feel. I don't know if I'm, like, some kind of mutant. No, I feel it, too. My balls, like, ache. When I see someone's balls get hit, and you or see, or like a lot whenever it's like a sympathy pain. Oh yeah, it's almost like I've my balls have tapped into the, you know, the realm of the spirit to where all balls communicate with one another, and it yeah. understands it's, the pain of other the, balls. Yeah, it's like the ball network. Um, yeah. Hey, I I sent you a YouTube video. Um, that if you could play on stream uh, would be a little added bonus for the people who are watching this on our YouTube channel. Um, it's all about testicular torsion. And it's from my favorite show, uh, The Venture Brothers. It's just a little, uh, just a little, um, what do you call it? Public service announcement about testicular torsion. Um, yeah. You want me to play the... it on screen? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that'd be fabulous if you would. Um, Let's it's, uh... see. <laughs> That's not the one. Pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. That's so it's weird. Why is it? Venture Brothers, if you're not familiar, is a fabulous Adult Swim show. Maybe the best. Um... Go team venture. Let me see. Webcam with screen. Why is it interesting? We're still we we have we have new software that we're still kind of working out. So bear with us while we do this. Oh, here it is. There you go. That's so weird. Okay. Testicular torsion isn't just something on TV. It's a real problem. Testicular torsion occurs only in males, usually under 25 years of age. If you're experiencing sharp pains in the scrotum, swelling in one or both testes, or even blood in your semen, your genitals are most likely dying. That's right, Doc. So if you want to keep them, you need to seek medical attention as soon as you experience pain, like Hank and Dean here did. So don't be a jackass. Go see a doctor. If you want to keep your testicles healthy, remember these three words. Stop, touch, and tell. To find out more about testicular torsion, you can look in special medical books or on the interweb. That's uh, that is Patrick Warburton. If you were wondering, um, fabulous show, testicular torsion. It affects us all. Well, I actually had a experience with well, had a scrape with testicular torsion. Like when I was a kid or when I was a teenager, mm -hmm. my balls were like really really hurting like i couldn't i'd go walking and like all of a sudden i just have extreme pain in my balls hell yeah and i went to like urologists and they like were checking for testicular torsion and i didn't have it <laughs> but it was like basically either i don't know my balls were just hitting my leg too much 
so I had to wear like a jock strap or I just it was something about dehydration or something some combination of those two things where it's like yeah when I was a teenager every I think I just had long ball syndrome for a little while where my leg would just like bang my balls too much but yeah just hearing about what testicular torsion was is a, a horror like no other like oh yeah your balls hurt well you might lose them I had a vasectomy and then your balls hang a lot lower after that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I know. Uh, a jockstrap is a God, a gift from God. Um, next call. We got transcription. Hey guys, it's Jessica from Nashville. Um, first of all, gotta say thank you and shout out to Glittercore. Love you, girl. I'm so excited about all the recommendations you made. And David and Bryce, you too. Like, you guys gave me some kick-ass movies. I had a period of time in my life where I was trying to pretend that I wanted to only see happy stuff, but, you know, that was just bullshit, and I divorced that guy. So, anyway, um, on to the movies. So, um, Glittercore, you mentioned Irreversible. Ooh. I want to see that, but I know what happens in it, and I'm just like I'm I'm hesitant to watch it. But I'll probably end up watching it one of these days. The heart is deceitful above all things. Um, I have not seen that, and um, and as soon as you said you <laughs> you have a soft spot in your heart for uh, Marilyn Manson, I was like, girl, same. Okay, except. My love for Marilyn Manson changed and shifted when I found Otep, the band Otep. Um, yeah, if you've never heard of them, uh, that girl, it, it's really led by just one woman, and she's amazing. And uh, the album See This Tra, I mean, holy shit, that, that woman's gone through some shit. So, um, yeah, I was like, yeah, I feel it. Um, Nightwatch, I have not seen, and Copycat, I was like, oh my god, why, how did I miss that? Like, that is right up my alley, it's got Sigourney fucking Weaver in it, like, uh, yeah, I mean, absolutely, thank you. Um, so, movies that I would recommend, um, so, these are a little dark, um, so we've got, um, Fallow, or A Hundred Days of Sodom, this is, um, about, um, no, it was a book, written by Marquis de Sade, I think his name is. Um, and that is fucked up. I also read the book. It's um, it's bleak. I had to take a rest from horror for a little while after that. Um, Climax by Gaspar Noe. Um, he's the same director as Irreversible. That movie's fucking intense. It is so tense and there's a lot of crazy shit that goes down in that movie. Um, another movie is um, called Quills, and I think this is in the early 2000s or mid-2000s, like Gods or something like that. I can't remember. Um, but again, it's Quills, and it's called. It's about. Um, it's about the Marquis de Sade, and it's a story built around him. I'm pretty sure it's fictional, but um, it's bleak and sad and beyond disturbing. Um, so I've actually lost friends over that movie. Uh, uh, also, um, David Cronenberg's Crash from 1996. Okay, so. She continues on. Hey, you guys hung up on me. It's Jessica from Nashville again. Okay, so I'll make it quick. Uh, so I mentioned David Cronenberg's Crash from 1996. It's fucked up. It's weird. It's not that great of a movie, but it's just dark. Um, Valley of the Dolls from like the 60s or something. Um, that movie is so sad it's about just women being torn up and chewed and spit out through hollywood the book is even worse it's like a million times worse but if you can make it through the movie and then you'll be interested to, to read the book it's really fucking good uh also recommend fincher's girl with the da uh with the dragon tattoo absolutely one of my favorites and one of the movies where i just really started um getting a revamp for loving all the women in horror and um, just kick-ass women. And I'll also mention um, another, um, like, some books. So this is random, I know. I know you guys don't do, um, well, you guys only do movies. But um, books, The Pen Pal by Dathan Arbach, uh, this, this book will fuck you up. Like, it's, it's a quick read, um, but it will fuck your shit up. 
and A Head Full of Ghosts by Paul Tremblay, beyond disturbing the ending. I couldn't stop thinking about it for days. So on my list to watch that I haven't seen, but I would love to see, and if you guys have seen it, would love to hear your thoughts, um, Under the Skin from 2013, I think, with Scarlett Johansson. Oh, that looks that looks bleak and dark and foreboding. And um, Eyes Without a Face from, like, 1968, I think. So, um, yeah. Anyway, thanks so much um, for you guys bringing us together. And Glitter Court, you're awesome. We could totally hang. So, um, hope you guys have a great day, week, whatever. And, um, David, I love that you're living on the island now. So, um, have a good one. Love you guys. Bye. I do not encourage this trend. If you want to make recommendations, I would highly suggest you forego our number and join our <laughs> Facebook group. We shan't, we shall be cutting off further calls of this nature. And I, I'm sorry, <laughs> Jessica, we love you. Nashville's a great place. I'm happy to be on the Island as well. And I will take all of your recommendations seriously. However, that's the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good list of fucked up movies. It's a long but list. It is quite a list. All right. Next caller. Hey, guys. Corey from Columbus once again. I just wanted to give you a little... uh little taste. God, I can't think. A little taste. A movie to watch, uh, Red, White, and Blue. It is so fucked up. Um, oh. The second time I tried to watch it, my stomach was a knot. It's, it's a hard watch. Uh, also, just listen to the Cuso episode. Jesus Christ, I could not make it through that movie. Uh, I definitely get what you're saying, Bryce. David, I need some metal um, picks. Love metal. You've mentioned some really good songs in the past. So, yeah, let me know what some of your favorites are. Thanks, guys. Oh, yeah. So now I'm going to give a list. <laughs> <laughs> Please take six minutes. Nah, you should check out a band <laughs> called Knocked Loose uh they're great they're like um hard they're hardcore like some new kind of hardcore uh check them out and if you want uh if anybody wants a list of metal recommendations from me uh you should head over to our youtube channel i have a uh two lists one of metal and one of extreme metal uh that you can uh that's a playlist that you can uh browse at your leisure or leisure however you see fit hmm. um, however you pronounce it yeah, and uh, Red, White, and Blue, 2010. I'm looking at it on um, IMDb. A woman attracts the attention of a psychopathic former army interrogator and an emotionally fragile young man caring for his ailing mother. Um, yeah, it looks uh, upsetting. Really upsetting. So uh, check that out if you want to be upset, I suppose. Yo, boys. It's your boy, Dick Mancrease from Chesapeake, Virginia. Hey, man, I got a would you rather for the two of you. I know that you're both married, but just for a second, pretend. All right, so going back to uh, everything that, you know, we've, we've talked about with, uh, for, from forever ago, sorry. Everything that we've talked about from, uh, oh, shit. What is the oh, Midnight Mass. All right, Midnight Mass. Remember the doctor who had the old elderly mother Okay, you picture her, all right? In her earliest point in the show, in the old woman makeup, and then she got a little bit younger. She looked, you know, pretty attractive. Is uh, the more sacrament vampire blood she, she was consuming and whatnot. Anyway, yeah, yeah. picture her, super fucking old, goiterish looking neck. She's sporting. Um, definitely not hot at all. You, you either got to have sex with her in the movie makeup. Now, I'm specifying movie makeup. I am not a granny slammer, okay? I do not condone the type of action. My break someone's hips. Speaking of broken hips, let's talk about homegirl Pearl from X, which is played by Mia Goth, which y'all already knew that. Y'all mentioned that in y'all's episode. So, my thing is, would you rather have sexual relations with Mia Goth and her old woman Pearl makeup or the uh, the doctor's mom from from Midnight Mass. All right, man. Let me know. Love you guys. Take care. 
Well, this is an easy one for me. Oh um, yeah. I don't, I'm trying to picture the, the midnight mass mother, but all the only information I need is Mia goth has zero eyebrows and I just, I'm sorry. It, it disturbs me. It's like a, my lizard brain is really disturbed by people without eyebrows. And so I would, I would go with the midnight mouse lady. Um, fair. I think that's fair. You know, we all have tastes. Mm -hmm. Um, unfortunately this, like this choice doesn't really work on me because I'm kind of, I'd be into older ladies. Um, then I'm also into younger ladies. And the question is, would you bang a younger lady in older lady makeup? So it's just like, it just hits all like, I'd be, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All of, yeah. Any either. I'm, I'm just happy that they like me. I I just hope they enjoy my attempt. So, um, yes. Thank you, Dick, man. You're not going to, you're not going to say either or either or I don't care. I, I really don't care. Um, truly i'm okay with either i yeah i am i am like i'm prejudiced against people without eyebrows that's why i can't stand matt smith even though he's a great actor just like really disturbs me whenever i see him on screen can't think who that is he's the guy he's in the the new game of thrones show he he was doctor who oh yeah okay got it Jessica, calling in about the app. Hey, guys, it's Jessica from Nashville. So I'm just listening to your Hellbound Afterpod, and I had to comment. So, David, you said, like, listeners, tell us if it's it's an imposition to have, you know, invite yourself over to your family's Thanksgiving, uh, um, referring to Bryce's wife, um, asking if that was a good time to get together. So, first of all, I know, I hear you, what it's like to have a fucking shitty holiday with shitty family. Like, I'm from that. Um, my mom's passed away. My brother's passed away. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. And I hate to say it, it's fucking great. I don't have that stress anymore. I always used to tell everybody, I fucking hate the holidays. I hate the holidays. I hate the holidays. Because... You know, it's like always overdone. It's never good enough. There's just always work to be done. And it's just, it's annoying. Um, anyway, it, but with friends, it's totally different. So like, it's like an honor, like they're asking you to be part of your family. Like they're saying like, be part of our family, be part, let's be family together on Thanksgiving and we'll all do it together. They're not asking you and Carrie to um, make all the food and make all the preparations and they just sit around on little lily pads and eat bonbons. Like, no, like I guarantee you Bryce and his wife would be, would come over and be like doing the shopping with you guys and doing all the food preparation, taking care of the kids. Like it would be, I'm willing to bet you should act. I challenge you to do it. You would have such an amazing time. You would realize that, like, oh, my God, this is what Thanksgiving's about. Oh, my God, this is what Christmas is about. Like, all of those things, like, you can make it what you want. Like, it's a new view. It's a new life. And I also love the dynamic. I'm really sad to hear you guys, like, working out all the details. I feel like, mom and dad are fighting. Are you guys going to get a divorce? But no, I know you won't. You guys will just work it out. You guys are you guys are such good friends, and I love the chemistry between you guys. And um, it's just a new season. That's all. So anyway, love you guys. Bye. Yeah, these are thanks. old voicemails. This is yeah, yeah. No, and thanks, Jessica. That's that's meaningful to hear. Um, you know, I I mean, I'm sure. While I'm sure you have a lot of good points, I I think I just need uh, you know, I mean, I just need some time to see what uh what holidays can be like with just no pressure no expectations no nothing you know it's just i don't even know (laughs) i'm still like i don't even know if i want to do that you know anything um and so and it's just been fucking brutal um no, no hit against uh you bryce or your family um so it's just one of those things that's 
but uh, I will certainly take uh, you up on that challenge, Jessica. And um, yeah, I would if if there's a person or a family who I would like to have uh, holidays with, it's definitely the Hansons. So, yeah. Oh, here's another one from Jessica. I think she's continuing on after she finished the episode. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Jessica again from Nashville. Um, so I left my last message before you guys finished the podcast because I just had to say something. Um, but then I started hearing like, David, pour your heart out. And um, I just wanted to let you know that you're not alone. I mean, God, it just brings up so many fresh feelings for me. Like, and you guys all have to play this. I mean, in fact, please don't. I, I just want you guys to hear. Never mind then. <laughs> She's asking us not to play it. Oh, okay. But you can, um, we can listen to that. Yeah, we can listen to that. Off air. Um, um, yeah, I think we should clarify. That was probably for the after pod, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was an app. Aren't, aren't subscribers to Patreon. We have the after pod, which is just us leaving the mics running and talking about what's going on in our lives or whatever. And, and get surprisingly emotional. Uh, a lot. Uh, uh, the whole spectrum of emotions are exhibited on the afterpods. So lots of comments like, oh no, mommy and daddy are fighting again. Or yeah, you're going to be hearing like, that for a little bit. Or uh, the human centipede was a uh, human centipede two afterpod really hit me on an emotional level. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, if you want to know what they're talking about, you got to join Patreon, obviously. Here's the next caller. David, Bryce, it's your boy, Dick Mancrease, Chesapeake, Virginia. Yo, listen. Listening to the first part of the Hellbound, Hellraiser 2 review, and someone gave you guys a one-star rating because you call the, the call center area. And the time where you review the voicemails, all the movie whores, and someone doesn't like that because it's misogynist. First of all, I don't think whores is misogynist at all. Uh, I know some people do, but I like to put the record and just say, um, as a red-blooded uh, man, uh, and not just, you know, American man, for, for all people, maybe I speak for myself, but I just want to go ahead and put this out there. Anytime one of my buddies would say, hey, man, Better suit up. That broad's a whore. She's dealing with like 63 dudes. A lot of people will be shot and say, ew, not me. I mean, dudes, when she went 63, I'm trying to be 64. All right? Whores are God's children. They are givers. We appreciate that. Whores are the best. So if there's any whores out there listening, I just want you to know that me, and many people like me, even though I am depraved, we love you. Don't ever stop doing what you're doing. Don't ever stop whoring. Don't stop whoring. Okay. Uh, love you, boys. Take care. Bye. Don't so, stop your whoring. Yeah. So you, you disappeared. I'm just seeing the GoPro webcam. Card. Yeah. What happened? It doesn't. It doesn't charge while it's in this state. So. So it ran out of batteries. So you're stuck with just Bryce's face. Um, oh, God. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's a... I gotta figure out. I gotta, I gotta figure out these fucking GoPros. Or maybe just find a different goddamn camera. This thing is a fucking nightmare. Um, um, I don't think a lot of people want to hear a white male's perspective on what misogynist. Um, so I'm just going to throw that out there. It occurs to me that Dick Mancrease might not realize that his opinion is now the lowest form of opinion um which is white male how does that does that sound right to you sure he just reminded me of the a bit on norm mcdonald's latest special or his posthumous special he's like like where where did we go wrong with slut shaming like i was i've i'm uh i've always been on board with not slut shaming it's like we celebrate sluts, you know. Right. Let's see if um, this thing comes on. Here's a favorite. 
Hey, this is Robert Farter. Just listening to the call from Glittercore about my voice. And uh, I'm just going to say I'm a minor, but, uh, but hey, I would be down to watch her in a scared stupid, though. You know? A scared stupid? I'm hyped. I'm really excited for Halloween ends coming out in like 28 days, I think. I think it comes out on the 14th, October. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. If I mean, it's going to be good if it takes the route of 2018 Halloween and not the route of Halloween Kills. Halloween Kills wasn't necessarily bad. It just just wasn't as good. Anyways, see ya. I mean, it was necessarily bad. <laughs> Hearing them say evil dies tonight like 20 times. Evil dies tonight. Not evil dies tonight. Not the most uh, imaginative script, I would say. You're but. in for a fright because evil dies tonight. It's what we're going to do. Well, gonna... speaking of Halloween ends, we have an exciting announcement that I hope will come yeah, true. Let's not jinx it. Don't jinx it. I don't want to jinx it. Don't jinx it. Okay, and it's an exciting announcement that's going to happen um, next week. Evil Dies Tonight? When we cover um, Halloween Ends. So it'll be our uh, October 19th episode. We will be interviewing Michael Myers. That's right, himself. He won't have a lot to say. Um, but we're going to grill him on whatever we can anyway. Uh huh. Um, yeah, hopefully this goes well. That's tomorrow, right? I got to get that on my calendar. Yeah. So yeah, we're, uh, slated to interview, um, James Jude Courtney. So he's the, he's the guy, the old guy playing old Michael Myers. That's right. So excited to talk with him and that'll be in our Halloween's Halloween ends episode. So if you guys... Oh, actually, never mind. So uh, tune into that. What time is that scheduled for tomorrow, by the way? Um, I don't know. Do you, we'll do you recall? Figure it out. It up. Um, yeah, and uh, it sounds like Robert the Farter is down to uh, to watch Glittercore in a Scared Stupid uh, iteration. <laughs> yeah, Glittercore offered to watch Ernest Scared Stupid with him. I thought he was going somewhere else with that. Like, like I'm a minor, but I'm down to to watch Glittercore. Uh, and I thought he said skirt first, and then I heard scared stupid. So I'm like, okay. I'm, da- I'm down to have crimes committed against me. <laughs> I mean, hey, like six. if he's 16, there's probably some state that that's allowed if they get married. That's right. Um, so, th- so it's set for FYI. It's set for five Eastern, which puts it at what, t- two? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. 2 p.m. Yes, this is okay. this is all housekeeping stuff. Right. It's not interesting to our listeners. No, but it uh, it is interesting to me. Okay. Next caller. Yeah, this is Sam from Indianapolis. Uh, just wanted to call and respond to a voicemail you guys played from Glittercore about um, Robert the Farter. Um, she's not the only one that's noticed. Uh, I definitely take note and... Uh, Sometimes I just replay the voicemails over and over, but I definitely like to get a look at that little spark box of his. <laughs> what did he say? There was the end part of that. He's a, he definitely want to get a look at that fart box of his. <laughs> Robert the farter, you got some fans, man. Dude, no kidding. Jeez, lucky, lucky boy. This is—is is this illegal? This is ha- heating up to have a podcast where it's like explicitly pedophiles hitting on our minor listeners oh this is problematic oh you realize that just now (laughs) well you know i mean a lot of society uh even even the quote-unquote woke uh don't seem to recognize crimes committed against young men as crimes um Mm, so mm. i think i think we're actually in the clear Okay. Not from a legal point just, of view, but from a moral point. For the record, we do not encourage uh pedophilia 
or aphebophilia. No, uh, it's not that way. we don't encourage it. It's that we explicitly discourage any of that. Yes, that. That's how I should have said it. Yes, thank Please you. Please don't hit on our minor fans. Thank you. Hey guys, it's me, Manny. Um, I don't know if you guys remember me, but I used to like call and text you guys from Instagram quite a while ago. And then knowing that's been a year, I, um, I apologize for that, guys. And I've been listening to your most recent episodes, and I've been really loving how you guys are still doing really fucking good. Sorry, I just started a little bit, but I'm really happy that you guys are doing really good now. I like that you guys have ads now because the episodes are going more longer, which I want to hear you guys more content, which I'm glad you guys are going to two-hour mark, so that's good. And I'm just happy for you guys, you know. You guys were the very second podcast I ever listened to, so I'm so glad you guys are going so strong. And, you know, I just love that my local horror boys are still going strong and everything. And I love the segment of you guys just having David fucking watch the most gruesome shit ever because that is the most funniest thing because how he reacts. And I'm like, I got to see this shit. And then the one with the, that's a really sharp knife. I can't find that video or I tried, uh, tried watching it. No, oh, actually, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, but. I just got off of work and everything, so I apologize for the stutteriness, but I'm glad you guys are doing good, and, and keep on going, guys. I love you guys, and I'll keep trying to keep in contact with you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Thanks, Manny. Of course, we, of course we remember you, Manny, dude. Yeah, everybody, if you hit us up on, you know, Messenger of some variety, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you for sure. And, uh, and Manny, if I if I recall, he's local to Vancouver. He, he was going to... Uh, he lived lived in Vancouver, and, yeah. and he he was offering to send us some some horror paraphernalia and stuff like that. He's a cool cool cat. So um, he and he apparently likes you showing me those fucking atrocious videos. So we, um, we might have to now that we have video, might have to do do that segment just so we oh boy listeners will be able to see it on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> probably have yeah, to pay more for editing to get fart to blur out some stuff, but. Yeah, no kidding. Well, whatever. Does, Love does you, Manny. YouTube really check after the hour mark? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, I definitely want to say, you know, no, you know, dude, you got, you got, you. We're just happy you can spend your time with us uh, in some form. So thanks, thanks for calling in. Yo, it's Mike from California. It's been a while. Uh, I called because I want, I want you guys to do. I'm still waiting on it. Uh, a fucking hit fast horror movie to make up for Stranger by the Lake. So, uh, get on it. COVID-19. He wants a, he wants a, uh, it's Mike again. I'll also take an ass fest or, uh, some lesbian scissoring. Later. <laughs> well, we did a lesbian scissoring, um, movie over on our Patreon. We, um, we did, uh, what, uh, what was it called? Daughters of Darkness or something like that. From did we? I don't remember. Uh, there was lesbian vampires. They were all. Oh were, yeah, that's right. Can't believe we're scissoring. Um, yeah, he, uh, I guess that means we got to like in or, like review like Piranha or like uh, Slumber Party Massacre or something. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Got to balance it out. So would balancing it out require lesbian sex, or would it just require more naked women? I, it's hard for me to d- draw a distinction between any of the genders, so I couldn't really tell you. Um, mm. Okay. So. Hey, what's up, Dave? What's up, Bryce? This is Colt calling from New York. I uh, just want to let you guys know, I guess, uh, semi-long time listener, first-time caller. Uh, you guys have a great podcast. Uh, I usually agree with you guys most of your movie opinions, but I think the biggest difference is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. You guys give that, like, I don't know, 2 or 3. I give that a 10 out of 10, goddammit. But, um... Ew. I, it, it's just, it's it's like the ultimate so bad it's a good movie. I think it's so bad it's perfect. But anyways, uh, I'm really hyped for Halloween ends. How about you guys? Uh, fuck. I was trying to think of something I want to ask you guys, but I kind of forgot. Oh, there it is. Um, do you, I was wondering if you guys had a Letterbox account. If you don't know, it's like an app for rating or viewing movies. Uh, if you guys do have one, let me know your usernames. If you don't have one, I could guess totally should make one. Maybe I could join one for the podcast. But um, if you end up making one, go follow that Cole45. Uh, 
yeah, I think that's it. Anyways, keep good work. Go fuck yourselves. See ya. That yeah, was... the letterbox account. I think I think I started one. I know Dustin brought it up and was like, "Hey, you guys should you guys should do this." And then it seems like so just, much extra work. It's just so much extra work, and yeah. I mean, we have everything written, even if we just repurposed the blogs that we have to it. But then eh, we haven't even gotten the shirts out available. You right. know, what are the chances we're gonna fucking do that? What was that guy's name? Was that a vocal fry from New York? <laughs> You'd like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, we oh. love you, buddy. We're just giving you a hard time. Yeah. Think? Do you think he might have been high when he was calling? There's a chance. I'm not going to say for sure. Uh, uh, all right. Hey guys, it's Elizabeth. Um, I'm just listening to the Mummy review. Um, gotta say, I'm a little disappointed. I definitely thought y'all would have rated it 10 out of 10 because, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a cinematic masterpiece. I mean, yeah, the CGI is a little goofy, but for the time, I thought it was like 10 out of 10. But um, just a couple other things I wanted to mention. Um, the Tom Cruise movie is absolute trash. It's not People aren't bashing it because it's Tom Cruise. It's actually trash. It's the only movie I've ever fallen asleep in the theaters for. We tried to do this weird dark universe bullshit, and it just was so bad. Also, the mummification process is actually um, accurate in the movie. They do take your organs out through your nose and stuff like that. Um, the reason it was so significant for Emotep is because they did it alive, which never happens usually that's why evie mentions in the very beginning like oh he must have been somebody naughty or somebody of high regard um notification absolutely happened and it wasn't to bring people back it was just so that they wouldn't need that stuff to carry themselves through the afterlife um but because he was it was it happened alive it was like it was a curse that's why that's the whole thing is it, it, he it was cursed that's the only time they've ever done that but okay that's it. Later. Love you, Elizabeth. Actually, the score was ten out of ten because it was your score, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. It's ten out of ten. Um, I will say so. Maybe Dahmer was trying to uh, mummify people. You know, maybe yeah. he was just just got caught too soon. Yeah, he was just like, yeah, oh, they don't need this. They won't be needing this anymore. Say goodbye to this. <laughs> your brain. <laughs> Oh, love Elizabeth. Good, good call. Good call. In education. This is Dino Burham of Richmond, Virginia. Can I get a my wife? My wife. Wow. Thanks, All right. Dino. Hey, Chinti. This is Dino Burham from Richmond, Virginia. Responding to the afterpod. Uh, the mummy after pod uh, talking about uh, compulsive liars, narcissists and shit. I had a boss, uh, my first job out of college, uh, selling, uh, selling some LED light fixtures for companies. I had a boss that fucking made up other employees um, and it, it, like made up personas of other employees at the company and had me interact with them, and it was him the whole time. Not only that, when when um, prospective clients would ask us for referrals or wanted to see uh, work we've done in other, other places, so like, for example, like gas stations that we transitioned over to LED, he created multiple phone numbers um, and posed as different business owners and the way that I found this out was because I um, I asked one of the clients why they weren't uh, buying lights from us or what the issue was, and he said I called all the numbers and it was the same guy that referred that uh, that answered the phone for all four different businesses. Some fucking crazy shit. I think we call that gaslighting. Um, so, anyways, uh, you guys are the best, and. Uh, I love you, Dino. 
Yeah. Wow, that's fucking yeah, insane. Yeah, I mean, stories about pathological liars are always fascinating because it's always like the most insane thing. Like, why would you, why would you lie about that? You know, it's, um, they made a whole show. They made that uh, fucking what's it? Uh, catfish. Catfish. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Did you watch? I watched the uh, Manti Teo uh, documentary on Netflix, and that was also fascinating. What is it? Um, Well, it's this. uh, I don't know. He was a football player that played for Notre Dame, and he got catfished. And this one, I think, a senior season, his mom died, but also his girlfriend died, like in the same night. And it was this important game, and he played and just played a great season and so like all the sports journalists looking for like the you know rudy story or like the 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 heartstring pulling story would always talk about uh mantiteo um and the story of tragedy around him and then slowly they found out that this girlfriend that died um never existed because Mantiteo was being catfished by this dude. Uh, and like the most amazing thing about this documentary is that they had the guy that catfished him and they interviewed him. And that was like the most fascinating part because this guy is just, <laughs> I can't even explain it. Like seeing seeing like actual very bad people that prey on people's emotions and and lie, um, just for the express purpose of basically creating misery, like, um, yeah, how quickly they play the victim, <laughs> and how how much they make it about themselves and that they weren't actually you know trying to hurt anyone, uh, <laughs> is impressive. But apparently the guy had like an insanely good female voice too, which I think it was on like Dr. Phil or something that was like, because that was one of the questions, like how, how could this guy lead on this person for over a year, believing that he was a girl and they've like talked on the phone many, many times. Anyways, it was, it was a fascinating story. Yeah. You can train, you can really train your voice into higher or lower octaves i've learned um yeah you can, if you just maintain that that uh, those those tones for a long long time and don't like michael jackson was really yeah. really artificially pushing himself into that area forever hey this is glitter core i am just curious where in the world or where the fuck is porno or horror movie, horror or porno. I need some new material for procrastinating. Get on it. Bye. Yeah, this is harder because how are we going to do it with video is my question. We just do it the same way we did it before. Just keep it on our faces this time. You know, mm. just we're not showing anything. But um, I love how perpetually horny she is. <laughs> She's consistent. It's yeah. like... I mean, it's how I feel. I feel it'd be cool to be a girl who is horny all the time because it's kind of more okay. I feel like as a guy, I'm a horny all the time. I just can't talk about it so much. Um, right. She, right. I, I feel like being a girl, people are just like, it's hot. Everybody kind of agrees it's hot if you're horny all the time. As a guy, it's like, it's kind of creepy, um, which is kind of why I'm moving towards the transition. So. Yeah, I mean, I feel like like I'm learning that being very horny and a straight guy, um, it's just basically, if you talk about how horny you are, you just get labeled as a misogynist. Right. Like, because yeah. I want women very badly. Um, yeah, it's bad. But that... Which is, which is strange because you'd think... That wanting so, women would be good, but well, it yeah, I mean that's bad. the question. How can you be horny and want to have sex with 
women without being misogynist? Like, where's the line? How you got to you... want to have sex with their personality. Yeah. How can you want to desire uh, women physically without making them objectified? And if a man is objectified by a woman, like if a woman enjoys the body of a man, um, why is that more okay? These are just questions, you know, you I can mean, call us. No, really. You can call us at 682-253-4468 and enlighten us if you know the answer to these questions. But, and um, I'll, yeah. I'll recognize that I'm probably blind to a lot of this. I mean, I, every time we get one of those reviews which calls us misogynists, I'm like, I don't, I mean. I don't see it. And then I love Aaron, Aaron women more out, than most women love women. Yeah. Aaron points out like, well, you know, your show opens with like your opening track talking about tits like constantly. I'm like, yeah, That's good I point. guess there is that. Hmm. So, but there's a, a there, girl. there might be a little bit of blindness. It's a girl talking about that. It's glitter core explicitly. Well, yeah, but then also us. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, you know, here she on. is again. Here she these is again. are these are mysteries that can't be solved in a in a hour long whores only podcast. Mm. Mm-hmm. So this is Glittercore. I drive an hour to and from work every day, so I don't know why I don't call more. Anyway, I'm surprised I'm busy listening to your podcast. Obviously. Anyway, um, I end up flossing a lot though with those little toothpickers. They're really cheap at the Dollar Tree. Anyway, just PSA. Uh, don't ever fucking smell those things after you get a big gold mine out because it smells like fucking, ugh. I don't know. Like vagina smegma after a gangbang or that one time my mom left a zucchini in her pussy for like five days. Anyway, it's pretty gross. Oh, I was also thinking, I know on Facebook I at one point mentioned like how chicks are ride or die fans and I'm not really big into tattoos but I figure if I um, ever like cancer and have to reconstruction that you know how they tattoo the areola and nipple back on with like skin colors and stuff and it's all awesome I'm gonna have them tattoo HMT within the areola with different skin colors so it's kind of like one of those colorblind charts where you see it but you don't see it yeah super mysterious titties Anyway, uh, love you guys. Bye. I am rock solid. So are we supposed to wish that she gets breast cancer now? <laughs> I'm, I am rock solid. <laughs> Particularly the flosser smell description. Hmm. Uh, oh, man. Oof. Yeah, yeah, it brings up a lot of questions. That's uh, my fetish. Number one, like... You say that your mom had a zucchini stuck up her cooch for five days, mm. and you know what it smelled like? That's one horny bitch, dude. That's, well, oh. I mean, it, it tracks. Like, oh man, explains a lot. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm needing, I'm needing release. All right, so the last three are from uh, Steve. Dick Mancrease. No? Dick Mancrease, sorry, not Steve. Harry is not Steve. Um, <laughs> from Dick Mancrease, and I think these are the ones that he mentioned. Oh, blackout uh, drunk. When he was blackout drunk. So I'm kind of curious what, what where we're going with these next three. Okay, let's see where we go. Hey, yo, what up, shit dicks? And I mean that in the most endearing terms possible. <clears throat> it's your boy Dick Mancrease in Chesapeake, Virginia. Hey, listen, uh, Bryce, you're not just a sad sack, nihilistic piece of shit. You are the apple of my eye, and you're the panda that I want in my pillowcase. I don't, I don't know, man. You're just perfect. Just perfect in all means and aspects possible. Uh, in a sense that, uh, listen, I'm sorry, you need to know this, but, uh, baseball bat! And also, uh, David, you need to know this, but uh, sinkhole. Could you just go outside for a fucking earthquake, David? I know this is some ultra long callbacks here, but you need to know these things. Also, uh, I work on both boys, and I'm going to be gone for a, a ultra long time. 
uh, one month to two months, and I want you to know that I miss you. Yeah, I, I miss you both, and I can't wait to hear all your fucking awesome entries until we get we get to the point that I get back. And I'm a little bit intoxicated right now, but anyways, listen, keep doing what you're doing. I love you both, and you two are perfect. Who the fuck what Google Play says? If you don't like, if you don't like horror movie talk, you're fucking wrong. Uh, he's he's feeling it. He's certainly feeling it. Yeah, let's. I, I, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. Starting out, starting out strong. Hey, it's not Steve. Work. Why are you so upset right now? Yeah, who is it? It's a horror movie talk. Who? It's a horror movie talk. Just give me some water. Horror movie talk. It's it's Dick Mancrease. She's so upset right now. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm going to get the snake some water, but I just want you guys to know that, hey, man, I just want you guys to keep doing what you're doing. Yes? I'm talking to Horror Movie Talk. It's a fair podcast. I love that she's like, what does that mean? What does that mean? She just can't possibly understand. Listen, I'm not urinating. There's no water cooler. It sounds like an old man urinating, but I'm not. The skank is watching the Kardashian show, and I wish she fucking wasn't. I just want her to be like what I like, but she fucking won't. All right, listen. Here we go. Why are you looking at me like that? No, I had a pop. <laughs> you're getting fucking water now. The glass and you get it. Okay, don't break my wine. I'm not gonna break your wine. Stink. I'm I'm leaving a voicemail. Anyways. She said no one wants to listen to me. You know what? That may be cool. that may be right. But god damn it. Everyone wants to listen to you boys. Bryce? David? Oh my God! Listen to her. I love you. I love you both so much. And you're terrific. And if you change that, you can turn out amazing content. God bless. Okay, <laughs> dude, we gotta pull out audio clips from that one just to use in the intro. Who is it? It's like you need some water. I'm talking to horror movie talk. You need to drink some water. Who? Who? <laughs> um, it's I okay. Gotta, I gotta find it again. Let me show. And I wish she fucking was. Sounds like an old man. I love that she's like, "What does that mean?" It's pretty early. It's it's in the first twenty or thirty seconds. Anyways, um, so hang on, hang on. So there's a um. Oh no! Did I just lose it? Did I just lose what I was thinking about? Oh man, I had something I d- desperately wanted to say. Um, it was about the Kardashians. No. Um, oh, th- okay. So I've uh, done a decent amount of drinking in my life. Um, and uh, obviously I've drank to extreme excess, uh, as one tends to do. One would might, might surmise that I was a extreme binge drinker when I, back when I used to drink. Hmm. Um, and, uh, and so I've definitely uh been very 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 drunk however i've never been a blackout drunk and uh and it never uh, that part never made sense to me because at a certain point i can't keep drinking and i just fall asleep mm-hmm. uh i don't throw up i don't uh you know i uh, sometimes i've thrown up but uh that's i'm able to regulate pretty well but this thing where somebody drinks becomes blackout and then continues to talk in a legible way. You know, they're not, you know, he's mm-hmm. only drunk in, in action, really. You can't, you couldn't hear necessarily the slur in his voice. That's mind blowing to me. I don't know how that works. It's just his brain is gone. Uh, he's, he's not like it's on autopilot and he's just kind of like in the steering wheel somewhere way back there in the sunken place. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. a weird thing to me. Well, I mean, he remembered that he called and left these voicemails, so I don't know how blackout drunk he was. 
Oh, blackout drunk. Uh, d- they can do that stuff. Uh, mm. They just won't remember any of it. Uh, e- either in the moment and afterwards. Mm. Uh, like it, m- mostly, it's an afterwards thing. It's just like hard drive erased. All right, last one. Hey boys, listen. I just need you to know, both of you are perfect. God damn it! Don't you ever stop being perfect. It's taking a crease. Iron Chesapeake, Virginia. I will regret this. Hello. Hello. Let's talk. All you boys. Hello. See, you know, I need more drunk friends because I like the drunk friends calling up and telling you how much they love you. I just love you. Like that concept. You're you're perfect. Don't ever stop being perfect. Just continue not to change. (laughs) Remain in a state of stasis for the rest of your life. You beautiful bastard. I love you, Dick Mancrease. Um, and that is the fucking. We've emptied our voicemails. If you want to be included in our voicemails, call us at 682 253 4468. Holy shit, it was an hour worth of that. Yep. Um, goodbye, I guess. Wow. Goodbye. Jesus Christ. Good day, sir.